Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another Bikini in the Brain. I'm here, of course, with my lovely co-host, Ashley Kaltwasser. But Hi. who is in the middle today? Special we have guest. Special guest, none other than uh, NPC and IFBB judge, Lisa Malloy. Um, thank you for joining us Thank today. you so much for having me. I feel like I'm, like... I need one of those tiaras on my head right now. Yes, you are the star of the show today. So Lisa here is a judge in Las Vegas, as well as some other states, right? Correct. Uh, California, Idaho, Seattle, wow, um... New Mexico. The judge's life. Everywhere. She's all over. <laughs> west, oh, on the West. Basically. I, would, I would go all over. I, would, yeah. I don't care. Send me. Yeah. How does that even, how does that work for judges? Yeah. Do you like, get to pick where you want to go? Um, not, well, so uh, when it comes to judging the pro shows, the um, IFBB office picks them. Okay. Um, when it comes to NPC uh, shows, it's uh, uh, most of the time up to the promoter, but um, just depending on, you know, like who your chairman and vice chairman of the state are, if the promoter's having a difficult time getting like in state judges, then, then they'll help, you know, pull out some other judges from other states too. So that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I remember, um, whenever you judged me, you gave me very detailed feedback, <laughs> more detail than I think I've ever gotten, which oh I appreciate. I was like, please do not hold back. Just lay it all out. What do I need to fix? What is good? What's not? So I think you're the perfect guest for today because you're very you. detailed. And I think you point out some things that other judges didn't. So um, yeah, you're perfect for this. Thank y'all. I just, you know what it is? It's like, I, I mean, I was an athlete and I competed and, and not that the judges don't give good feedback, but I think a lot of the times they just give you what you need, um, to work on the most, right. Yes. To improve on the most. And so, but to me, if you have these small little details that need to be improved on, you, you really want to focus on everything as a whole. You don't want to focus on the one thing and then come back and then all of a sudden you, you've done that and then the other judge goes, well, what if you, you know, you really need to improve on this. And you're like, well, why didn't anybody tell me that before, right? So right. I, I just feel like it's important and sometimes it's a lot and I, I, you know, I've even talked to Sandy. I said, is it too much? And she goes, <laughs> no, give it all. And I'm like, yes. okay, because I just, I really want people to like as a whole, you know, improve and do the best they can, yeah. in, you know, each and every show. So, yeah. yeah, no, I like it. The more feedback, the better. Yeah. You're one who gives good feedback. There's, there's a lot of times, um, where judges will give feedback that kind of confuses athletes sometimes too. It can. And you're, you're one of the good ones because sometimes the judges, but you just need more fullness. And then the client's like, Oh, I was flat. Oh, I was like, what did she say? Fullness? Or did she say you were flat? Does she know what you look like before you had carbs? Like, Correct. how does she know you're flat? Right. Like, like she just said fullness. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, she said just more fullness like up here. And I was like, okay. So then she's saying you need more size than not. Do you fullness, need more fullness like, front? Yeah. Medial? <laughs> so, do you need more rear delt? What do you, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they've been getting a lot better about it, but you'll get one yeah. once in a while where it's like, you know, maybe, maybe they're definitely not giving good feedback like, like you, but you give really good detailed feedback where it's like, okay, no, that makes a lot of sense. You need more fullness here. You need more in the glute here. Your posing needed this work. Like, Full on yeah. thing. And I think that it's really great and helpful that you do that. So thank Thanks. you for, yeah, thank you well, for doing that. And I that. learned a lot from it. Like, I mean, I swear all the people I judge with, like, I'm, I'm so incredibly blessed. Like I yeah. judge with a lot of really good judges and, you know, from Sandy to, you know, people in the Northwest, um, you know, all, in, all over California spectrum muscle contest to here with, you know, um, Samson and Austin Carr. And I just, we always have such good judges and such a good panel. Um, even Utah, like we get yeah. Steve DeVore here as well. And they're just all such, um, you know, 
wealths of information. So I learn from all of them all the time. It's yeah. great. Cause we, I mean, believe it or not, when we sit at the judging table, we're not sitting there making jokes at people. <laughs> we're literally, okay, so what do you think of this? And why, why do you not want to choose that person? Why would you choose that person over this person? Well, I think this person looks great. Well, I do too, but, and then, so it goes by, so we bounce it off each other. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's like a collective Yep. Well, collective decision and the asking of what's, is this too much? Is Absolutely. that too much? Yeah. And I remember th- I was talking, um, this weekend to the judges about, about, um, the wellness. Cause that was a, that was a tough wellness one to judge too. That was, I think first place was pretty obvious on that one. Oh my gosh. She was, was she's spectacular. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> so rare. So rare where me and Asher were both sitting in the front row and I was like, Oh, that girl's really good. Like she came out on, um, and she was second place. I was like, and then when first came oh out, I was like, it's God. not even, it's she, not even, even her yeah. both got it. She came yeah. out and we were like. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they all are so beautiful. Yeah, they really are. But that was that was one of the that's one of my most favorite pro shows I've ever judged because yeah. our whole you saw us our whole panel back and forth, back and forth. Well, let's bring those three back out again yeah. because you know there was two judges that were conflicted about wanting this person place higher, and then two other judges were conflicted about wanting the other person place higher, and then there was one person that was too lean, and we just went back and forth. But it was. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I noticed there was a lot of calling back, which is great. Mm-hmm. You want to get the right decision. And as an audience member, which it's it's rare that I'm an audience member because usually I'm on stage, uh, but it was exciting to watch. And yeah. I can tell you guys are really thorough about it. So, yeah, yeah that it was, was a good a, show. That was a good one because it's rare you're going to see someone who's so such a standout, you know, where it's so clearly first place. Yeah. But I was really curious how you were going to do um, with the girl who's really conditioned. And I was like, okay, how are they going to do it? Because she's so, so good, but man, she's so overly conditioned. I'm like, but she's still really good. Like she, it's so it's just like, do they ding her really hard for it? Or do they let her go up higher? Are they, is it set a bad example or is it, you know, one of those things that's going to, that's a tough position for a judge to see someone who's really, really good, but then they overdid it on their conditioning. Mm-hmm. I guess a, a good question to kind of start this would be like, what, what happens in a scenario like that? I mean, I know obviously it'd be different per show, per panel of judges, probably a little bit, because sometimes I see them get dinged really hard and then sometimes they're still the best at the show. Right. So what do you, in a and scenario? we're going to apply this to bikini since this is bikini, the brain, yeah. so not wellness. <laughs> we're taking it to the bikini stage, but the yeah. conditioning is supposed to be the same, yes. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So the conditioning between wellness and bikini are supposed to be the same. And that is difficult because, you know, and I mean, I have had numerous rounds of talks with Sandy and, and, you know, anybody else on the judging panel, because when you see a physique like hers, oh my, beautiful, beautiful glutes, nice long glutes, everything was tight. She had good shape to her, but yeah, she was, you could see striations in her, in the top of her glutes. And when she was standing in her side, in her quad, you could just see veins running through it. And so that is difficult when somebody does have that type of um, uh, excessive leanness, but their shape is so pretty, right? So that's where it comes into, you know, I mean, if she was just super shredded and just, you know, was like imbalanced or like, you know, I mean, wellness is imbalanced, but if it was bikini, if she was imbalanced or if there was some other things that were off, then yeah, it, she would not have been as rewarded, but because her shape was so pretty and her posing was so good and her skin tone was so good and everything was just there, you have to judge based on what's on stage period. I mean, you just have to, right? And we've, I mean, I could go back and forth. I've been judging since 2007. (laughs) I could go back and forth about this. You know, we have the criteria for the divisions. We do. It's solid. We all know it. And that's what we aim to put on, you know, to place on stage. But if we only have, you know, a certain amount of that criteria mixed in with the excessive leanness, we have to give it to what is the best on stage at the time? Yeah. Right. I mean, now if she was 
any more harder than what she was. I we could, probably couldn't have. I mean, we actually wanted to place her higher, but then we were like, "Nope, Tamer will kill us. <laughs> we can't do it." Yeah. But good because her shape was so pretty, and but it is the criteria is what the criteria yeah. is. But we we can't really necessarily place her any higher than you know what we did. Yeah, yeah that I, makes sense, and yeah. it's an easy fix. I mean, well, a few yeah. weeks of softening up, I think she'd do a lot better. A little yeah. less cardio, a little bit yeah. More car- more yeah. food. Less I don't carbs. know. I mean, with me, with carbs, I get harder and harder. So I can't, I mean, I just am lucky that way. But I, you know, it's just, I mean, she looked great, but yeah. she just really needs to fill out quite I a think, bit. I think it's a great thing for people to realize that you have to judge based on who's there. And I think it's important that you say that because what happens sometimes is, let's say the top four weren't there that day. She would have won the show. And then you have her and everyone's, we, we can clearly see she's too lean but she's still the best that day. And then people are like, oh, I guess they're going lean now. And I'm like, no, there was no one else. There was no one else that hit the shape right. Mm -hmm. The shape shape of the criteria is kind of like the first thing, right? Do you have the muscle condition? You have the size, you have the proportions, you have the hair, makeup, all that. And there's one thing out of that that's that's dinged. There's a one, her conditioning's too much. That's the ding. Everything else is perfect. So yeah, she fits the criteria. 11 out of 12 things she uh, wins yeah. that day. And then you guys focus on the one thing <laughs> right, right. that's too much, right? So yeah, it's easy to sit in the audience. Exactly. I, yeah. And, and you know, it really, I mean, and I've, I've sat in the audience before and been like, Oh, what are they doing? Yeah. Well, but I, I will be, I will be dead honest with you where we sit at the judging table where you sit in the audience, there's a completely different view. I will tell you that because when I'm watching, there was some um, posing critiques that I had for some of the athletes that were up there from what I could see where I was sitting. But then when I watched video from where the videographer was, I was like, oh, it didn't even look like that when I was sitting down at the table. Mm -hmm. Angles are different. Yeah, angles are so different. Especially, um, that can be applied when you look at photos from the show. It's like, wait a minute, that girl won in this and that. But it's like, the lighting can play tricks on you in in photo. It's yeah. better to be there, and it even more so to be in the judges panel because everyone's angles a little bit different. But mm-hmm. yeah, those pictures can get to you. I've seen photos of myself on stage, and I'm like, I swear I was leaner. <laughs> I look like I'm a month out here, but I swear I was leaner. So it all depends, you know. Yeah. So I don't know if I've ever seen you not conditioned for well, a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try try to pull it together. But, My goodness. You know. Um. So along those lines, are there any? like deal breakers with bikini. I know you mentioned briefly like striations, but what don't you want to see on a bikini physique? Um, Well, obviously imbalance and those big, big, big shoulders. Mm. So, you know, like, I don't even know how, I mean, I've seen bikini competitors that, I mean, they, they're beautiful, but they're just not bikini because they're just out to here and they're vascular and they're striated. And um, so that's definitely a deal breaker. Um, you know, obviously the glutes are important, but excessive glutes mm-hmm. are, you know, it's all about balance, yes. right? So, you know, and another critique I had from the other night was um, this girl had great glutes, but they were so overpowering. They were like bigger than the rest of her body. Yeah. So they 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 looked imbalanced when I looked at her from the back and I, and I kind of had her pose for me and I said, this is why. And she goes, oh, okay. Easy fix though. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So imbalance and too big of shoulders, too big of quads, seeing that quad, see- quad mm. sweep from the back pose, you have to be careful of that, right? Because we don't want to see, that's a wellness pose. You don't want to yes. see that quad sweep. You want to see a nice shapely leg, mm-hmm. but you don't want to see that thick density with it. I think that's important that you pointed out the glutes because 
Although there is a wellness division, I find that bikini competitors are still trying, because glutes are trendy, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. even on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. everyone wants to have like the biggest glutes, you know, and they'll really even sit on their hip a lot or push really hard in the back pose thinking that their glutes are going to look bigger and better. Yes, because your angle, you're looking from down to up. I think that's a really big posing mistake because I get it. Girls want their glutes to look tight and get rid of any butt fold or whatever. And they think the more I push, the bigger and better my my glutes are going to look. But not from your angle. Maybe for like a photo on Instagram, but not from your angle. No. So like the winner, when we were talking about, when she posed on stage, every single judge's feedback for her was stop pushing so hard. Because she had, you saw her glutes. Her glutes were beautiful and full. And as soon as she pushed, I was like, where'd they go? Like hard. So that's, I mean, that's the one thing that bikini competitors really just need to um, beware of it's just stand nice and tall mm-hmm. just stand tall give yourself the soft little knee and just arch I mean it's supposed to hurt mm-hmm. right if you're pushing your butt it's not hurting you yeah. have to arch your back so and that's going to help keep your fullness and it's and sometimes when you push too hard you lose the fullness and then you spread so mm-hmm. now I can see your complete lining of your suit like from the backside, and your your butt actually widened unfortunately, instead of staying nice and round, and then it squares it out. Yeah, that's where you get the squared glutes. Yeah, and you also get, get that. Glutes. The one thing that I'll notice, too, is that you'll get that separation up top where you get the that upper glute, mm-hmm. and then you get like a separation flattened out area, and yeah. then you get the roundness again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's another thing, people, they kind of stretch it too much. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't stretch a muscle and make it look rounder and bigger, you know, and the glutes are the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, glutes are interesting because going back to, like, you have to be in there in person, even when you look at like photos and you see everybody's glutes, one thing that I don't think people realize when they're looking at pictures is you don't see 3D. So whenever, do you ever find that some of the girls have like the best back poses, but when you walk, you can see like, oh, their glutes are actually kind of flatter, but the way they pose, it's like, it's almost like they're leaner in that Mm -hmm. area, which gives that illusion that, Mm -hmm. oh, they got great glutes, but then you see them walk and you're like, oh, they're not, they don't have that 3D projection. So mm-hmm. how much does that kind of go into your judging? Like somebody that nails their their pose, but when you see them walk, you're like, oh, well, not as impressive. We can only judge when they're right in front of us. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously when they're in the lineup off to the side and we, we can't see it, but as they're walking off stage, I mean, we don't know if like, you know, I mean, not everybody walks with their butt tilted out. Right. Not everybody's going to have that full voluminous butt when they walk. But I have seen where they present this beautiful butt, and then all of a sudden they go walking. I'm like, oh, wow. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, why you guys walk, walk them, right? You know, yeah. to see that. Is that mm-hmm. what you're looking for when you say walk to the back? Or, so when they walk to the back, they're making sure that they hold that up. Mm-hmm. When they're walking off the stage, that's different, right? They feel like they're done. They're, they've completed their, their routine. They're good. But when they walk back to the stage, they know that they have to keep those up nice and full and tight. So, yeah, we want to see, um, for one, we want to see the, the, full, the tightness, yes. right? So normally when we walk, not everything stays nice and tight, right? So we just want to make sure that everything's nice and tight. There's no excessive water underneath you know, where they could be, you know, potentially posing it out mm-hmm. um, and just the fullness. And so when they stand more towards the back of the, the backdrop, we also want to see like, because you can see more of the shape when they're farther away. Right. right. And then you can see like more. Oh, OK. So, oh, she does nice ha- have nice full adductors. She does have a nice round glute. She does have a nice full glute or no, because then you when you really line them up this way, it's a lot easier to see it when they're 
farther up mm-hmm. than it is to see when they're that right on top sense. of you. That makes sense. And depending on where you're at the judging table, if you have one gal over here and you're at this end, you're not going to be able to see like the back of her glute as well as you can when we get them to the back of the room sense, right? Yeah. or the back of the stage. Okay. So question for you. Now, it's pretty well known that different competitors look better at different body fat percentages, right? There's no one percentage of body fat that is widespread across the board, perfect for everyone. So how do you go about like navigating that as a competitor? And, you know, I think for me, I'm a competitor that I think I actually do look better a little bit leaner and some girls look a little better softer. So what do you tell competitors that are like, how lean should I be? So, I mean, if you, I mean, I'm a competitor that that always got told to fill out because I was always too lean. So I don't look as good lean. Mm -hmm. I feel like the taller you are, the worse you look lean. That's I a good feel point. like the more you look five strange. five and under, you look better lean because I feel like you're more compact, that right? Makes sense. So you have the ability to look a little denser and thicker if you're not as lean. When you're taller, we actually need more um, volume per se or more fat per se, so that we actually look like we have the muscle tone. We don't look stringy. It's like That's the best a way. Really to, good point. I never yeah. thought about that. They really say muscle point. per square inch, yes. <laughs> muscle per square inch. That's exactly. all you get. Yeah. Yep. The, uh, one of the things I'll, I'll, I'll do my conditioning off of, um, for me is if based on the girl's muscle size too. So if she's a little smaller in muscle, I know if I bring her in lean, then she looks skinny mm-hmm. versus I got to round her out and the girl's like, well, I should be leaner. I should be leaner. I'm like, you don't have the muscle yet to come in that tight. Cause yep. people don't understand that fat is volume. You know, there is some volume there. So um, if you're trying to be, you know, as lean as possible, you're going to sacrifice some size because the fat does take up some some size under that skin. So um, it's just depending on the muscle they have too. Because right. I could have a girl and make her shredded, but if she doesn't have the muscle, she's gonna look she's gonna look skinny no matter what. And I said there's a big difference between being skinny and being lean. Yep. And um, you know, that's yeah. a that's where that stringy comes in, right? And so and it, but it is definitely harder with the tall girls because they have um, usually thinner legs. So those get those get stringy or or skinny looking really quickly. I also have that issue with um, girls who are a little bit more ribby. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, well, if we, your ribs are a little bit too prominent and you kind of come off as a little skinny versus lean and we have to not get you so lean right. until you can maybe maybe develop your abs a little bit more and or control those ribs a little bit more or don't pose so high up so your ribs are showing so much. So those are all the little kind of factors I kind of Tricks. look at too, yeah. yeah. Well, we had, um, I won't mention names, but we had a, a, a pro bikini athlete that, um, for the most part had always stayed like, like conditioning was always great on point. And then one year came in super, super lean, right? Almost like, and looked really stringy and skinny, but then came back the next year and was back to their full self again. So, and, and she's tall, right? So that, that is like, you know, like a good point to you because she's so tall, she has to really watch that over conditioning and, mm-hmm. and keep that full and tightness. And for you, you keep you know, you go leaner because you, you can't, you've got the muscle density to support it. So mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So it's so different per person, like on what, basically what they like and what they present and what the judges like on them and, and just how their shape is. That's why I love, I love bikini. Cause it's like an art project. 
And you can fail so easily at the art project because you're like, oh, we're going to condition you, you know, this time because that's how you're going to win. And I was like, nope, the judges hated you that way. Yep, <laughs> like, it's it like was sloppy paint yeah. on the wall. You're like, oh, well, yeah, that's not you're cute. You're like, is that art? You're like, that one's <laughs> art, but it's slap paint on the wall. That Ooh. one's slap paint on the wall, but it's not art. That one's not <laughs> yeah, art. Exactly. Yeah. So cool. um, going back to what Adam said about the ribs, is that one thing that you see like somebody that's really ribby and you're like, oh, no. Or is it just more of like a we don't notice it as much or is that a factor in your judging? Well, unfortunately, some people are just not, you know, they're just unlucky to have weird rib cages, right? <laughs> and I mean, they do, and some are just really prominent so mm-hmm. that the ribs stick out a little bit more. Um, you know, just I've seen so many different midsections, I think, in the yeah. last two years. It's just weird. But um, I have seen rib cages where they protrude out farther. So as they get lean, that, you know, obviously the ribs are going to poke out. Of, I, you know, but depending on how everything else looks. Right. So if everything else is nice and tight and conditioned in the way it should be, then yeah, I don't really pay attention to that because I can't fault for somebody for, you know, if they were born with this big rib cage. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, I noticed if I have someone that would have, let's say, more prominent rib cage, I want to make double sure that they have all the muscle around it. So Absolutely. I'm like, well, they can't think you're too skinny when your shoulders are that round. Like, right. they're not going right. to think that when you're that filled yeah, out, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. So it's all, it's, it's crazy because it's like, very per person, you know, you was mm-hmm. like, oh, you got a crazy rib cage. So we're going to have to offset that with some bigger lats, mm-hmm. with some more prominent shoulders, with a little bit more ab detail. Like yep. it's going to have to be offset that right. you know, versus yeah. someone else who doesn't have any of that. You have a flat stomach, maybe a little smaller shoulders and, and have the same type of beauty, that whole beautiful package at the end, that, that creating that perfect package, you know, at the end. So, yeah, but I have seen that if, if, you know, especially in the taller, the taller athletes, when they do lean out a lot and that rib cage is like really the first, first to lose everything. If they are, you know, more shallow through the shoulders and, you know, and, you know, um, through the the rib cage and even the, like the hips, I mean, they just look like this big. Yeah. Right. But like you said, if you have that fullness there, if you have the fullness in the muscles um, and then the ab support, everything else there, then, yeah, they look great. Yeah. It's just very, it's very per person. So I'm glad that we can have that. Like, it talks. It's so funny because we're all just talking about similar scenarios and different ways of approaching and what you have to look at. And it's so per person, which is is why bikini is so tough, you know, because you can't just say a blanket statement. This is the criteria. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a fitness model look. And at the end, however, that fitness model looks best. It might be with more shoulders. It might be with less shoulders. It might be with, you know, she might be ribby and you're wondering why is she winning when she's ribby, but she's doing all these different. So it's like, it's a really fun, it keeps the coaches really on their toes. That's for sure. Oh, Cause for it's sure. so different per person, you know? So, and I know it's frustrating for athletes, but I mean, we do have our basic criteria, yeah. but like you said, every, every, um, athlete's physique is different. Everybody balances out a different way. You know, like someone might have to have bigger shoulders to balance their body out. And some might need to have smaller shoulders to balance their body out. So it's not necessarily about, Oh, your shoulders have to be this size or your legs have to be this size. It's just for your body frame is what the size needs to be in order to meet the criteria. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So we went over a lot of like negatives to bikini, things you don't want to see, things you shouldn't do. How would you then describe like the perfect bikini physique? Like what, when you see a girl that just like really stands out, what is it about her physique um, that kind of sets her apart? Ashley Kalwasser. Oh, she's going to make me blush. Um, for me, when I when I see a perfect bikini, it's so hard. Um, from just the moment they walk out, right? Mm-hmm. So their presentation, their hair, their makeup, their skin tone. Um, you can even tell if somebody exfoliated or not before they're tanned because their tan doesn't take well if yeah. you don't. Um, the the um, um, suppleness of their skin. 
There's suit color. Their suit color is huge. Their suit positioning. Their suit choice. Like, is there too many crystals? Is there not enough crystals? Is their suit too high? Is it too low? Um, but then when you look at them, I mean, it's just like, can I name one of my favorite athletes? I mean, you are one of my top, 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 top. If, if you're saying positives, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So one of my favorite athletes is Issa Piccini because she has these beautiful round shoulders and she has that, that lat width with this uber tiny waist. I think I had when I was five and her glutes and her legs, like everything is just so, it just looks so perfectly put together and it flows. So she's, I mean, she's one of my, I mean, I've followed her forever and I've judged her and I was like so excited when I got to judge. Just, honestly, I was so excited when I got to judge. I go, I get to judge Ashley. Kidding, right? <laughs> like, but, um, so the first time I ever judged Issa and she walked out and I was like, wow. I mean, when, when someone could just walk out and everybody's just like quiet because they're just like so busy staring at them. It's just that wow factor when they first walk out. It's like I said, all of those things that accumulate together that is just flawless. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I have a question for you. Um, so I know that you kind of touched on it, the skin complexion. So complexion is a part of judging, correct? Yes. So with that being said, I noticed like a lot of girls actually have like stretch marks and stuff is mm-hmm. this something that you notice or judge or how does that work if it is I guess that would be complexion right um it is but we can't necessarily fault women for having stretch marks uh-huh. when you've had children like right. that you know they didn't ask for their kids to ruin <laughs> them but um I was lucky I just never got them but mm-hmm. um you know just depending on how they look and how noticeable they right, are. Right, because I think a lot of girls overthink it and they get a little self-conscious, so maybe this is good they for you They try and cover it up with, yeah. with makeup and don't do that. It, <laughs> makes, it does, it makes it so much worse. Yeah. Just get the tan, let the tan blend everything in. And then honestly, like we don't notice it that much because mm-hmm. if everything else is on point and looks great, we don't care. Right. We really don't care, so. Well, that's good news yeah. for you guys out there. So yeah, don't cover those up. Don't cover <laughs> Yeah, same with, uh, um, this is one of the other questions since the we're on tattoos. the subject. Tattoos, yeah, yeah. Tattoo cover-ups, I never see look very good. Like, it like, looks look very muddy. Yeah, It's distracting. I, I mean, it really is. Unfortunately, like, um, when when someone comes up and they have excessive, like, a ton of tattoos and they try and cover it up, all you see is that tattoo paint. So it's really hard, and it actually takes away from um, what we can see as far as muscularity or as far as conditioning or any of that because it's, like, it's almost like a... Um, like a cover-up, like someone just went and painted over your muscles and, and took all your muscle out, and then you can't even see it. Yeah. And it's like weird Very colors, like a pinky. It's like thick, muddy-ish It's, like, it's a like a pinky, like like a pink hue to behind it, so it just makes everything look yeah, wonky. it's it's uh, they're both they're both obvious whether it's yeah. the tattoo or the other one. But I'd rather I don't see the think, tattoos. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we don't care. The tattoos don't hurt you, no. but the other one could hurt you. And mm-hmm. so, so where this is a question that a lot of bikini athletes get, and I, I always reply back with the the statement of, um, it's like, well, no top, there's no top ten bikini competitors with sleeves. I'm like, well, there's very few bikini competitors with sleeves. That's no one's made it yet, but it doesn't mean that it's not, it's, that's the reason. There's just very few that have that, you know, so it's not hurting them per se. And it's definitely these days more so than, than probably in the past. It's like so normal now to have them, but is there ever a point where it does hurt them? And when would it hurt them? I guess if there was an issue with it. Yes. I mean, I have judged some athletes that are like heavily tattooed, um, down one whole side of their body. And that's what happens when you're so heavily tattooed. It, it makes it difficult to see 
A, your conditioning, or any type of muscle that you do have under there. It's like, it like hides everything, yeah. right? So, and depends, I mean, it depends on the tattoos as well. So if it's something that's like super colorful, that is difficult. If it's something that's a little bit more, um, you know, uh, I don't even know what the tattoo, it's like the black and white or black and yeah. just no color. Those are a little bit easier, but when they're super, super colorful, it's it's tough to see like any type definition, of conditioning or definition or anything like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, so it basically doesn't matter unless it gets to the point where it's so much it's hard to see. And that's a fair, I feel mm -hmm. like that's very fair of you guys. Be like, for okay, sure. we can't see it. I think <laughs> tattoos are super sexy. Yeah, yeah. I love them. I got four of them myself, but... Yeah. Um, I just think that too much is also, unless it's, you know, like you said, like a sleeve and it's very tastefully done, then I think they're very pretty, but for the sport that you're in, you have to really look at, you know, what is it, what is it that, um, the judges want to see? What is it that you want to present? If you're doing it just to have fun and it's like a bucket list thing, great. But if you're really doing it because you want to progress into the sport and, and turn pro and model and do all these fun things that, you know, we all get to do, then you really need to um, kind of decide, <laughs> do you want to be heavily tattooed everywhere or do you want to compete? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. That's good. I love that you're good, honest answers on these things too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I think I, hopefully that helps a lot of you girls out there. If you can see the muscle, then it's not going to be a problem, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. So, let's move on to like talking a bit about posing. Um, <laughs> I know you probably have some pet peeves with posing, as do I, even as a competitor and waiting backstage <laughs> sometimes I think they overdo the routines if I'm honest like overly long um like doing the same pose five times walking back walking forward walking back walking forward spin and even as a just waiting backstage I'm like come on let's get on with it so I always am curious I'm just like man if I'm already like bored with the routine watching backstage I'm sure the judges are like oh come on we, we, we want to see your best poses so um, that's personally my pet peeve, but, uh, what do you, what do you feel about that? So I will give athletes the best advice that they will ever get when it comes to posing. The longer you're on stage, the more time we have to pick you apart. Yeah. So I could sit there. You, I mean, obviously, you know, I could sit there all day long and write notes, right? The longer you are up there, the more time we have to find any, um, things that you might need to improve on so um but as far as like pet peeve pet peeves um amateurs coming out and doing the catwalk I think we've had it in several meetings usually they do they'll have those meetings in the in the show prior to it starting but you know that's that's a pro thing right that's like a so pro to clarify level. the catwalk is walking to the back the box tea. and then mm -hmm. walking forward yeah just to clarify for audience. right so it's you know because as an amateur you're supposed to come out your routine honestly is supposed to not even be any more than 20 seconds yeah. and it's you know we're finding it's 30 45 minute 15 and we don't want to be rude as judges either like okay thank you yeah. but you know i mean especially if it's bigger shows we want everybody else to have the opportunity to pose and if this gal just took a minute and a half and then this this now this one's gonna be like oh well maybe i could take a minute and a half and then the other one could take a minute and a half. And then all of a sudden it gets, gets to be too long. And then we have to start saying, okay, thank you. And then that girl's, well, they cut me off after 20 seconds. Yeah. So we want to keep it nice and even for everybody so that everybody has a chance to pose and do their routine. But I would suggest, like, practice that. Practice 20-second routines on your own, like, when you're practicing your posing. So don't just think all of a sudden. Or don't practice a minute and a half routine so that when you come out, you're doing a minute and a half routine. Mm -hmm. um, 
one pet peeve I think you and I talked about was the when they go into their back pose. I feel like a lot of athletes are like um, kind of swooping themselves. Oh, the butt swipe. It's like, well, the, yeah, the butt swipe, but the leg, like they're, oh, yeah. they're swiping their leg and they're like touching themselves. And I hate it. It's, I'm I not cringe a, a little bit. Well, I'm I'm like, like, I, it's some, some, I think actually do it because they want to make sure everything's tucked in. Like, I don't know what, I can't figure out what it is, but, or when they, when they're transitioning from their front to their back is when they do like the, the, um, uh, window wipe. Like with their butt, <laughs> yeah. and they swipe it so much that they're like, whoosh. So it's stuff, <laughs> it's stuff like that. Like, I mean, I have seen the most beautiful, like, posing presentations, just so simple, but confident. Yeah. You know, just come out confident and come out like like you own the stage, like you just, you're happy to be there. And it doesn't have to be the hands flailing around, and it doesn't have to be the... Um, Oh, the guitar pose, you know, with the, the arm out. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be all that. I've never heard that. That's I great. Mean, <laughs> I saw it this weekend. I was dying. I was like, they're going to play guitar. I know it. I can see it. It was cute. I mean, but you just want to go up there and, and like, because, I mean, you don't even know what they're posing. Like, if they had any posing or if they were just watching videos. And that's one thing I will say is please get a posing coach. <laughs> and um and just make sure that they see you pose and and they can tweak and and you know make you your best for on stage and make sure that you don't do those little um pet pv things that the judges and your walk the walk on stage a you're not late for a bus so don't come out on stage like you're <laughs> like you need to catch your bus or don't come out on stage like you've got all the time in the world yeah so it's just a nice normal flow walk it should only really take like five seconds from um stage left or stage right wherever you're coming from to the center yeah period i think like even we always say like posing it changes every year like little things i think like few years ago, it maybe was, one or two years ago. Teapot handle, right? Or whatever they called that? The teapot, teapot yeah, yeah. There was a point where, like, our we would, like, lean our shoulder down and really press on our glutes uh, or mm-hmm. lean on our glutes. Um, and then that phase of touching yourself came in, and it's phasing out, thank God. Um, but I, I do notice <laughs> yeah. overseas, they're not really getting the memo. Sometimes overseas you'll see, like, the butt swipes mm-hmm. oh, a yeah. lot mm-hmm. still. Um, but I think in general what – the problem is girls see other girls doing it and they feel like they pressured to add on these extra flares um, to the routine, making it longer, making it more extravagant, making it more flamboyant, more look at me, look at me. And your physique should speak for itself, you know, nice, your clean, clean poses, only your best poses, no need to do like eight different poses, some that might not look as good just to, for the sake of doing it because you saw some other girl do it. And I think everyone's routine should be different because I'm sure you see different styles on stage all the time, more like perky, peppy ones, more like basic ones, more elegant, more sexy. So, you know, be yourself with posing. Yes, be yeah. yourself with posing. And the, the butt swipe is not cute. Yeah, I know. I don't First know. First time it's I saw that, I was, like, <laughs> I, was, uh, <laughs> I was like, what, what was that? <laughs> what no, every athlete here? is going to be like, oh, Swipe. Oh no, they're talking about me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're, we're not talking about, we're not talking about anybody in particular. There's too many of you to, to yeah. pick one out. But um, no, I'm really happy that you guys are talking about that too. Because I wanted to talk about, there was also, uh, I'm not going to mention by name, but there's also a top, um, a top pro who doesn't even have a transition that we were talking about the other yeah. day. Doesn't even have a transition. And she does really, really well. I'm not going to say her name, but 
you don't need all this crazy stuff. You don't need all this. I always tell bikini competitors, bodybuilders, if you count the quarter turns, they have, I think it's 12 poses, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like you have all these poses, but they get their routine done in a minute. Yep. Yes. <laughs> but then you have front and back and you're taking 90 seconds. Right. So what, what world does that make sense? Man, I don't know. Like, how is that even possible, you know? I remember even being a pro. We didn't even get 90 seconds back when I was competing. We basically <laughs> just get up, get off. We Well, we had, I was, I would turn pro and figure we had two suits the one piece and the two piece god bless us um so those are fun days though those were so much fun those are fun days but the best was when they actually had to do the one piece first and then come out the two piece i'm like wait a minute (laughs) my tan's all bucked up now it was so funny but yeah so our posing was like go okay bye thanks yeah that's funny yeah so um as far as as far as like trends that you're seeing in posing, is there anything that we should be aware of that you're seeing in like bikini sector? Anything, any big no's, any things that are, that are happening that you're you're more aware of? Obviously, one of the things that I've seen from over the couple of years has been the elbow positioning on the back has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit less out now. Yes. Um, I've seen that everyone's posing more with their shoulders facing more towards the front now. Before it was a little bit more turned and more bladed towards the profile, showing more. Looks like the waists are opening up a little bit mm-hmm. to get those shoulders to be there, not sitting into the hips as much as they used to. Anything any anything I'm missing there that people should be aware of? I You're think s- just the main thing is the bending over. Okay. Like yeah. Bending over and the pushing. Just be very, very cautious of that. Cause like I said, you could work so hard on these beautiful glutes that you have and then you've just completely flattened them out. And, and we'll even be that table like, don't push, don't push. Cause we want to place you higher. And we, and honestly we can't, if you're pushing, so just, it's like same thing. Like if someone has to open up a back pose, if they can't open up the back pose, we can't give it to them. Yeah. So posing is life. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's as important as your training and your, di- and your dieting. It is as important. That's, those are the three things that should always be top right there people i feel like don't practice their posing enough because they feel like they can just wing it it's no big deal it is a big deal yeah it will make or break your placing and um speaking of which this will be a little plug because we have our next we have our next posing seminar here september 16th at the prep center but we are going to be having a npc seminar here too guys and we'll we'll keep you updated on that uh, where can we go for that information? NPC USA. Yeah. Nevada? So on Instagram, it'll be the NPC USA Nevada um, Instagram. I'll be um, posting a flyer sometime this week. It'll be October 15th here at the contest prep center um, from one to four. Sandy Williamson will be here. I will have, I think what do we have 12 pros last time. I'll probably have even more pros um, this time because thankfully our pros are just amazing and they love to give back to our athletes. So, and of course, Miss Ashley will be here and, be. and it, it just, I mean, it's a plug for her, but honestly, I've seen her work with athletes. She is by far one of the best posing coaches I've seen as far as how she works with these athletes. She's very, she's very calming. Um, she's very sweet. She's very endearing. She, takes her time you never feel like you're being rushed by her she'll sit there and talk to you for like 35 minutes i mean she's great (laughs) she's great so you you just you get such um valuable information and valuable tips and i mean who doesn't want to like work with uh miss olympia yeah i mean come on you hear crazy they're coming for you what do you talk about oh yeah they (laughs) They want to see you i'm in the corner (laughs) they come from they go i'm like is everything set up okay okay cool you guys take the reins go after (laughs) this podcast they'll be they'll be coming we we did 
me and Ashley did our first posing seminar together in 2014. And we had like, remember that posing seminar? It was like 70 girls in were Denver? there. That was wow. so crazy. And That's then, awesome. yeah, that was crazy. But but we've been doing posing classes together now. I mean, it there all was over the world, literally all over the world. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, I can't even tell you a hundred together, probably at least, you know, so That's it's so it's so fun. But the cool thing is uh, for Ashley, and I, I thank you so much for Ashley, because Ashley is never like I don't pay Ashley to do posing seminars with it. She just doesn't. She just wants to help awesome. and give back. She comes in on a Saturday like she just doesn't, you know, so it's. It's crazy because most athletes are really like, yeah, thousand dollars a posing seminar, five hundred dollars. Ashley's like, no, I just want help. I just want to get back. And like, she'll yeah. remind me, like, wouldn't we do our next one? Like, it's crazy how much she they're loves fun. going to the seminar. Yeah, I, I like it. Fun. And they're motivating for me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we put on all these seminars for free. I mean, yeah. we, you know, we don't, we don't ask anybody for money. We we pay out of our own pockets to put on these seminars because we love it, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, and you'll have to tell me more information about those because I always have athletes asking about yeah, every you know, month posing coaches and, and where can I learn to pose? And they're like YouTube. And I'm like, no. Yeah. You know, so yeah, every month we do one here. We don't charge for it. And then we do like a glute camp after it. So it's like a fun. Yeah. So it's fun. We Shoot, have, I might even come. Yeah. It's actually a that. pretty fun time. Mm -hmm. um, I still, I mean, I do a lot less posing seminars than I used to because in Denver, I did a posing seminar every Saturday since from 2013 to 2019 wow. except for the months of like december and mm -hmm. i think november and like they couldn't the end get of, there because yeah. of the snow yeah yeah <laughs> like there was like six weeks or eight weeks mm -hmm. so i was like oh great i get a break and then i finally came out here and i was going to do one every weekend and it wasn't as wasn't as busy so mm -hmm. i'm like let's just do them once a month to keep them busy so i was yeah. like this is nice i have three three saturdays where i'm at shows right, <laughs> it's funny. right. we're uh was we're because we're doing it actually it was really funny last night um with kimber she's like are we still gonna book our trip to mexico we're supposed to go on this like mini vacation and i was like yeah we'll just she's like well we haven't done it we're supposed to go like this weekend i'm like oh whatever we'll book it next week she was a posing seminar i'm like ah, whatever book it the next week and after that she's like you're in utah doing another posing seminar <laughs> well i was doing the mexico she goes well there's the show <laughs> i was like okay well whatever we get to get. sounds like my dating life <laughs> yeah. yeah you want to go out this week oh, no i'm in such a oh we're about, no nope i'm gone for a week in mexico <laughs> with my kids oh and then i come back and i take my kid to call it like oh yeah <laughs> yeah we have what's so that's the seminar in utah um and the 23rd right yes the 23rd mm -hmm. we have another seminar in utah too so that'll be fun so mm -hmm. yeah so we're with steve devore with steve yeah. devore it's a big him. it's a, a guy it's a big seminar um mm -hmm. yeah if you guys want to go to that you need to get tickets like right away because that is that's september right out. yeah september 23rd oh, that's I think. the um ace of stage ace show of stage here. yeah it's yeah. like i'm gonna miss samson show but we have some athletes doing it but we have the coaches that'll be there yeah. i love patrick is such a great He's the promoter best. And I He's really like, okay, if you guys are like looking to do a show, I mean, I'm really, I mean, honestly, we, we have really good shit promoters out here because there's we literally not like yeah. who's you have, I mean, gosh, you have, you have Chris, right. Who puts on like the best shows, right? Like the, the, his shows are crazy. His, when you are, look more, at, like, his are productions, productions you know, are they're nuts. fun. And then you have uh, muscle contest who has five shows here a year. Spectrum. Spectrum. And have, um, Samson, actually, have, Spectrum. So Spectrum and Muscle Contest are partners, but Spectrum now handles all of NorCal shows, and then Muscle Contest handles like all merged, the SoCal yeah. and Nevada. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then you have, have Austin show. Austin show, which he's now putting on a natural show the day before his uh, Las Vegas or his yeah Las Vegas Classic. Oh, or Steve cool. Classic. Sorry, um, I did it when it was Las Vegas Classic. Like. Way long ago. We're, we're spoiled out here. Yeah, yeah we had a good. Have, uh, Mark Anthony has the oh, high yeah, Mark show. December. That yeah, show, so we got to give really him props on that show. Yeah. That was his first year of production, and that thing was no joke. That yeah. was a full-on production. Yeah. yeah, I was very impressed with that. Yeah. for a Because, you, you know, you don't, it takes you like three years, four years to get a show oh, going before sure. you start making any profit. That yeah. show was yeah, done right. You're forgetting about another important show that usually takes place in Vegas, Adam. 
Oh, kind the, of important. Olympia. Olympia. Kind yeah. of important. Can we get can we get that back, please? <laughs> oh, <laughs> next year. Next year. Okay, next year. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, so you know, we're so spoiled. Show, it I'd was say. just because they couldn't get the venue for the date that they wanted. I know. I'm so sad about it. I'm like, I could I could literally ride my scooter from my house to like, see it. We're okay, so spoiled. It'll be back. We're so we're it'll be back. We're talking about it on Saturday because the Alexis Park is so close mm -hmm. uh to this. We're like ten minutes from Alexis Park from right. the building here. Oh we're we're both talking. It's so convenient to just go to Alexis Park all the time. It's great. And We're the virgins so right across. Yeah, you're good. So lucky here. Mm -hmm. Got a great community. Yeah. Very motivating environment. Good yeah. job at picking this place, Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. I did okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did really good. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we at with, uh, with everything else on I this? wanted to ask Lisa here about suits. Ooh, All right. Good. So... You know, you kind of hear around like, don't wear this color, don't wear this color, this color is bad for a stage. Is there a rule to that or is it based on the individual? Um, so could, I technically, could some? is there a color that is suitable for someone that you wouldn't necessarily be like, yes. So I think that there's a color suitable for everyone except for white. Oh, okay. So I don't think white is suitable for anybody on stage. Is it because of the tan gets stained on it? No, I just think that it is, um, it's not flattering. There's no, um, no pop to it, right? It's just white. And I feel like when, when someone comes out in white, you're so distracted by how, um, bright and white the suit yeah, is. You're not really, contrast. yeah, you're not really, yeah, there's, an, and there is no contrast. There is no I mean, I mean, white's cool, but it's not like I wouldn't go, oh my gosh, it's that's so pretty. It's white. <laughs> Unless it's a wedding dress, but that's, you know, that's a wedding dress is what it's for. But um, I actually did have a lot of um, athletes that I commented on suit selection and color this past weekend. And some were picking like um, a lime green, oh, that's um, a neon orange. Oh. Um, a not so, you know, India Paulino. Yeah. And she can pull yellow off like nobody's business, right? But there's she has a special kind of yellow, and I believe it kind of has like a, a like a red hue, like you know, like the um, what do they call the background of the when you have your colors and there's the different color yellow, and it's got like a red uh, hint of red behind it or whatever. So I think hers has that. This other one, it was more like almost like a um, wow, I mean, lemon yellow, mm -hmm. like a. Uh, just a bright, super bright yellow. And to me, that's like, I don't, I really don't know who could pull that off. I, I if yellow is going to be on stage, it has to have that, that darker, um, background to it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what the word is. Cause I'm not like an yeah. artist. My son would know it. He'd just <laughs> slap me right now. But, um, so I think like any of the, um, like really super over the top bright, the bright, loud bright, bright. colors the that loud are too colors. much, too much of a distraction. Maybe I too much of a distraction, and um, sometimes I just don't feel like they're flattering colors for somebody's skin tone or their physique. I feel like um, if they just have this beautiful body, but that you know they're wearing this like off color suit that doesn't suit them, yeah. it it just you know, I, and it's funny too because I'll have <laughs> I'll have one of my judges sit next to me. It just happened this last weekend. First thing she said, suit. I said, I know I already wrote it. <laughs> because we all collectively were taking feedback because we love to give feedback after the show. And mm. I really wish more athletes, especially the men, would stay after to get feedback. But 
that it's super important because if you go and continue to wear that same suit for almost every single show and you didn't get the feedback after, you're not going to know that nobody really liked the suit color. They didn't like the suit choice. But then I'll also give them suggestions for them. So Mm -hmm. if they come back, I'll be like, you know what? I think think these colors would look really good on you. And I'll even like point to something. I'll be like, because they'll... I'll say red, like a deep red. And they're like, oh, like that. And I go, no, that's like an orange hue behind it, like that red. And they go, oh, okay. So, you know, you always want to like follow up with suggestions on what you think would work for them, not just like let them guess again. Yeah. I want to touch upon what you said about judges' feedback. I don't think people realize how important that is because here's the thing, especially like newer competitors, you know, their family's always going to be like, yeah, you did great. You, you should have won. You look perfect, you know. And if you're not getting the feedback from the people that actually know their stuff, like the judges, um, you're going to think to yourself, yeah, I did look good. What the heck? I, I, why did I not win, you know? Right. And there's things that you you guys have very trained eyes. Like, you have to test for this. You're the cream of the crop, you know. It's not just random people that are pulling off the street to judge a bikini show. So, if you didn't do well, there's a reason for that. And if you're listening to all these voices in your ear, your family, your mom, God bless her heart, she she means well, but she doesn't know how to, to judge a bikini competition, you know? So I think it's important that you get feedback, even if you win. Because when I win, I still get feedback. Because you know what? Even if I won, there's things I can fix. There's things I can improve. No one is perfect. No one. And There's she has won things. 40 shows. 41. And still, 41. Sorry. I wasn't at the last I heard, one. I thought the I same was thing. At the 40th. <laughs> Hold on. You did. That was in Canada. Yes. yes. Okay. See, I stand corrected. I was at your 40th win. Yes. I judged your 40th yes. win. Yes. I was cool. so excited. But she, I mean, you still even come back for feedback, yes. which, which I just have mad respect for that because I've seen winners not come back for feedback because they think, well, I won. Well, yeah, you won, but there's always things that you can improve on. Like Miss Olympia, Mr. Olympia, everybody always has one little thing that they can improve on. So yeah, like you said, nobody's perfect. Yeah. I'm always learning. Every show I learn, yeah. every show. I study my photos. I get feedback. I talk to Coach Adam, and we make adjustments. Even I notice even when the prejudging photos come up online, I'll go through those or people tagging me in videos and stuff on Instagram. I will, like, study that and be like, mm, I can fix this for finals. Yep, I can do that. Oh, my hair was on my shoulder. I, You know, I need to be careful. So don't ever get too comfortable even if you win. Because when you're in the moment, yeah. you don't realize, like – and that was another thing about the posing is the these um, athletes are so concerned about, you know, pushing so much on their hip or doing this. And and even one of the coaches was standing there with me as I was giving this one athlete feedback about her posing. I said, look, if she's too locked out in the knee, if you just soften her up here and then her bikini is too low, rise it up a little bit. And then I said, now do your pose. And she did. And her, even her coach went. I said, yeah, you see her waist just went whoop. So she stood on stage looking a little thicker waisted because her suit was too low and she was locking out and she wasn't giving herself any type of like S curve. So yeah, I mean, come back for that post because, and they, that's why they came back for that feedback. If that, if that athlete had continued to do the same thing over and over, she still would not place where she should. Yeah. Yeah. And you actually helped one of our girls with that. Um, and she's going to nationals next weekend. So yeah, so it's, it's great to great that get that help. We actually did really, we got, we got, uh, we did really good last week and we had the overall, the overall and the master's overall. Congratulations. Yeah, that was fun. I was like, I love it when that happens. So yeah, it's yeah awesome. and they both got great feedback from you. So thanks. Thanks yeah, for doing absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. We love doing that. So I have another question for you. Yes. So when I first got in bikini, I feel like the hairstyles were like either you wear it curly, you wear it straight, and it has to be dark and it has to be like, 
at least shoulder length. But nowadays, I feel like there's so many diverse hairstyles. You'll see girls with like shaved heads. You'll see girls with like very like light hair or even sometimes a little uh, fun color streak in it or something like that. So what advice do you give to um, competitors out there? Because some of them are just like, I love my hair color right now, but it doesn't look good on stage. What will the judges think? So what what do you think um, is a good way to navigate that? Again, it comes to the overall presentation. I mean, we judged an athlete this last weekend and she won her class and she was bald. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like if it's something that looks good on her, we're okay with it. Right. You know, I mean, it, you know, it kind of has to like match everything that you have going on. So if you come out and you're in a lime green suit and you have neon orange hair and your tan is muddy green, I mean, it's probably not yeah. all going to look very well. So you kind of have to like, whatever your hair is going to be, it needs to, it needs to kind of match your overall presentation. Right. Um, and yes, brunettes, like I so, I feel like everybody wants to be a brunette now. It's because I think they see oh the the girl that won the Olympics. Oh, the top six, they're yeah. all brunettes. But if you look at the wellness, they're all, all blonde. the girls are wearing blue suits. Let's yeah. all go get blue. All the girls are wearing green. They're all wearing red. Yeah, Just do you exactly? Do but you? The wellness girls totally disprove the myth. You can be yes. blonde and they a redhead. Like, oh, yeah. Redhead, blonde. So those wellness girls, I don't know how many of the top five were blonde, but I want to say the majority at, at the Olympia um, were blonde, right? For uh, yeah, wellness no, Olympia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So see, blondes can do it too. Redheads, you don't have to be brunette. And it doesn't even, so, and I'll touch on this, but it's probably not appropriate, but, but breast augmentation, a lot of, yeah. a lot of athletes ask me about that. I mean, I turned pro with none, but if you... If you have a balanced physique and you fill out your suit top with, you know, we used to call them chicken cutlets back in the day. And you, <laughs> that's what we call them. That's great. We're so old school. <laughs> but so that's what, and we feel, and you give yourself the illusion because yes. all it is really is, it's not that we need everyone to go out and get a breast augmentation done. What happens is if you come out and you have this, these big, beautiful shoulders and a small, tiny waist and you have these big, full sweeping quads and everything's tight and all of a sudden you're just super flat through the chest, which happens when you diet, right? Every, it does look imbalanced. It does. It's, but we're not saying go out and get an augmentation, but there's ways you can fill it out without getting that done. So, so, I mean, I just wanted to touch pillow on Pillow stuffing. So I know you mentioned chicken cutlets, but pillow stuffing yeah, is also softer. awesome. It's softer. You can mold it better and mm-hmm. shape it. So yeah. you'd be surprised girls at the Olympia, you think they have them done and they don't. So oh, I turned pro without it. Yes. I don't think I got mine done until my very last pro show. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. I was like, oh, good timing. Yeah, so that's good for everyone out there to know. Yeah. So all all five top. Okay, so wellness, there we go. Wellness top five. All, all of them are blonde. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, four wearing red and one's wearing blue. Yep, like, add a girl, add a girl. Yeah, so there you go. Blondes, brunettes. Yes. Yep. That crazy, and the redheads. And redheads. <laughs> Don't forget the redheads. And redheads. <laughs> She's got to throw in the Curly, redheads. <laughs> curly hair, straight hair, short hair, long hair. As long as I would say it's probably a detriment to have such big hair that it covers up like your whole back though. Yes. Am I right? Yes. yes. If you do, yes. just make sure it's moved out of the way. And yes. Same not. as like a tattoo thing. It's like yeah. saying, you know, yes. as long as you're covering, basically the rule is if anything's covering your definition or hiding yes. something you want to show, then that's going to hurt you. Yes. Absolutely. Cool. Exactly. So I think that's all the questions I have. Adam, what about you? Um, not really at this point. I think um, I think I guess we'll go into one of the one of the talks that's been like one of the I guess bigger talks this year is people were 
and I'm, I'm glad because I already, I kind of know the answer to this. I've talked to everyone about it is that everyone was worried that bikini is getting more and more muscular, more muscular, more muscular. Like they, they keep looking for more and more and more. And in speaking with, you know, like everyone at the, the, all the judges and stuff, they're like, no, we don't want more muscle. Like we, you guys, it's, we're judging based on what comes to us. Um, I think touching base on that would be good since you're a pro level judge. And, um, you know, I don't know what your you've heard or your thoughts on that, but definitely, um, this year was, I mean, for the last two years been talked about a lot, but I think this year, a lot of the fires have been put out, but it's good to, to hear about it, you know, hear about what you've been hearing and, and your thoughts on that. And, and yeah. So basically, I mean, I mean, I did see that it was getting a bit muscular for a while and, but it, it's not, what's so weird about it is when you talk to other judges and you, you know, talk to the higher up judges, they don't want it. They, I mean, they really don't want it. So Again, if that's the best that's up there, that's, you know, that's what we have to judge. And um, it's just balance, 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 balance and conditioning, balance, conditioning and glutes. Like everything just has to be like um, it has to flow. And these, like I said, these big massive shoulders, these big quad sweeps, we don't we don't want them. We really, really, really. So when I like I said, when I critique on um, posing feedback, I, I I do not like the word critique. When I give um, constructive feedback on how to improve your posing, I, I tell them, don't squeeze so hard. Don't point your toes out so much that your quads are, because some girls just do have bigger quads. So they, we, but we don't want that big muscle because sometimes we'll be like, oh, her shoulders are too big. She can't do it. Yeah. We can't, we can't put her there. So we do, we will start knocking you down for it. Yeah. And I think a good example of that is, um, actually this weekend, Jessica Wilson won the master's Olympia. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's not the biggest, most muscular, not the hardest competitor. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, It's a soft, pretty muscle. You see her in person. You're like, Oh, like the the problem a lot of times too, is you'll see them in pictures. Mm -hmm. And people think that about Ashley too. You know, they'll see her in pictures. Like she's so jacked. She's so jacked. She is like five foot tall. Yeah. 120 pounds. (laughs) She's so tiny. Oh wait, Jessica, Jessica. Oh, oh, no. Ashley. Yeah, I'm like, five foot, five over. She's yeah. five foot five, not five. Yeah. No, but Jessica's tiny. Yeah, yeah. And like, again, one of, you know, I feel, I feel like we're so lucky to be in the industry we are because we just have really some of the best, like kindest, hardest pros. And Jessica's one of them. Oh yeah, she's so She sent sweet. me a video at like two o'clock in the morning because they're in Romania. Because I congratulate her. She's like, thank you. I just have no words. And she was so cute. Like she, you literally like see how humble she is. But she just has beautiful shape. Yeah. She has beautiful glutes. Her conditioning's on. Her stomach was flat. Her shoulders were nice and full and round. She wasn't striated. She wasn't vascular everywhere. She was perfect that day. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And exact and people will see her in pictures and they'll be like, Oh, she's so jacked. And then they see her in person and like opposing something. And I'm like, Yeah, she's, she's not tiny. She's not that. I, I I I look like the giant next to her. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Actually, it's funny. Um, And everyone has this interpretation. Like the first time Phoebe met Ashley, she was like, I didn't realize like, I'm like kind of wide compared to her. Right. And I was like, yeah, I told you your, your shoulders are, that was back when she, I was Uh, like, you got to tone it down a little bit. Like a good way. I mean, like when you see her, you're like, oh my God. Oh wow. She's like this big. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, not like as like jacked as you think in pictures you know with girls that are hitting the right angles they have a shoulder pump they're under the goon lighting at the gym and they're like hitting that that shot the girls the girls hit you know they hit that shot with their their phone like this you know and everyone's like they're so big they're so big and i'm like if you see them in person without a pump and regular clothes they're like they're fit they're very fit but they're not like crazy jacked so some of that's part of the illusion of that too 
Um, but I'm glad that you're touching. I'm glad that they're aware of it too. And these are good talks that we've had for, um, I've had talks, you know, throughout the year, how muscular is too muscular? Where are we, where was the line? Where's this? And it's, and it's been a really good, um, thing. And I'm really happy that the IFBB takes that into consideration. And they're like, we don't want it to go past where it is. Like we want it to be, this is, this is where it's at. And it's been pretty consistent for Mm -hmm. the last, last couple of years, I'd say too. Athletes need to remember too, that pictures add 10 pounds. They do. So like, you know, when you, when you look at these pictures, you have to understand that these athletes, like you said, are way smaller in person than they are in this picture. So if you're thinking that you need to be this big, it's not as big as you think it is. So just take that big thing that you think it is and scale it down like 10 pounds and you'll be golden. Highly recommend you guys go to posing workshops, posing seminars. Um, September 16th. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not, (laughs) yeah. not even just ours, but you'll be here. You'll see Ashley, like, like see how, how muscular she is. You'll see other pros come. I don't think anybody else does posing (laughs) seminars here in Vegas. No, stop it. I'm just kidding. I don't think anybody else does posing seminars here in Vegas, except for like our MPC seminars, but we only do those like three times a year. Yeah. We do them every once a month here. Which I think is great. Because that's the first time I've heard like actual posing seminar shit, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We used to do them in Mensa Zeke too, but we didn't have that big of a turn. I was like posing like one or two guys. So I, I just think stopped if doing you that. started marketing it, it, marketing it again, you would get a bigger turnout. Yeah. Do it on the Nevada Instagram because I've got male athletes all the time asking oh, yeah. for posing coaches. Yeah. We could always do that. Um, we have, yeah. So we do the bikini and then we do the, um, the the boot camp after the glute camp after it. And there's like a full hour of workout and stations and stuff. And yeah, it's always like a really fun time. A lot of people fly in for it from, from our team and other teams and whatnot too. So it's not even just our team. Other teams come all the time. Um, actually there was a few girls backstage at that show. They're like, thanks so much for the posing center. Like they weren't on our team. She's like, and as one girl's like, I ended up doing a show. Like she only came. Yeah. She wasn't sure she was going to do it. Mm -hmm. And she came to like two of our seminars. She's like, I ended up doing it. Like, that's awesome. You know, and you just learn so much. You can compare Mm -hmm. yourself. You can see where you're at. Sometimes it works out where they're really excited. Sometimes it works out the other way, but most times they're not when they get here, they're like, Oh, I'm closer than I thought I was. Like I thought I was miles away from that. I thought I would never have a physique worthy of being a pro or that, that Ashley had 20 pounds of muscle on me. And then I saw her in person. I was like, okay, I could do that. I could, I could eventually do that, you know, type of thing. And so it's a, it's nice to see too, you know, it's nice to them. So, but I have a fun time with it. I even go in and I help train with the glute camp most of the times too. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. Do it too. (laughs) But, but it gives them that confidence, right? So I think that's the most nerve nerve wracking thing about competing is the posing. Like, am I doing it right? What do I do? How do I show this off? I'll never be able to do this. And when they, when you come to seminars and when you get an actual coach, I mean, it just, if you can nail your posing and practice and practice and practice, I mean, that's the hardest part of being on stage. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think going to one of these seminars is the closest thing you can get to being on stage. Cause I always say there is no practice like the actual stage. Cause mm-hmm. I can practice in front of my iPhone all day. I can practice in front of Adam, but like having that slight amount of nerves definitely can change things so I think going to a seminar and being able to pose in front of a group is the closest thing you can get to the actual stage well, plus yeah. you because you do comparisons like you yes. you treat it like it's an act they treat it like it's an actual show you come out you're like okay treat them like athletes that they're all in the lineup okay make them switch make them turn to the back make them walk put them back in line bring them back out again you know I mean so it's like you're in an actual show, which is great. Yeah, we try to get that practice, out of yeah. the way. We'll do the, like, usually this, the work on the front pose, work on the transition, right. work on the back pose, then you work on the walk, and then you yep. do a full show scenario. And, exactly. Um, yeah, everyone gets, like, this is exactly what you should expect. It's right. not going to be much different, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess uh, I guess with that, is there anything you wanted to add, maybe, um, coming up or anything like that? No? Just, uh, 
NPC Seminar. Yeah, NPC October, Seminar. October 15th. I'm really excited to have it here. So thank you for having us. And um, it'll be big. So the last one we had was there was over probably about 120 athletes yeah, that showed awesome. up. Yeah. Which is great. That's really big for a seminar. So I anticipate this one being even bigger. Um, I'll line up. I'll line up some stuff for them too. Some some some. Uh, so cool. Yeah, I'll line up some um, some sponsored stuff or some um, see if I can get a suit in here like a suit giveaway well, raffle. So we or have a hundred fifty dollar. Like uh, gift card from Toxic Angel Bikinis. So we have that. Um, also, Austin Carr, um, promoter of the uh, Steve Carr Classic and the Sun City Natural Lights. Um, he's getting a cookie company oh, to nice. okay. come in. And then, you know, we always bring water and snacks and stuff like that. But the pros are the biggest thing. Like, that's that's the big deal. When you get to do Q&A and you get to ask, you know. And then judges, you know, we'll have some judges there too. So feel free to ask us questions like, oh, what are you guys looking for? Or, oh, well, I did this show and this happened. Okay, well, let's walk it through. Let's talk about it. So we're always open to talk to people cool. all the time. All right. Well, it'll be a fun time. Yeah. So anyway, and with that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Where can they find you? Um, well, I'm just, my Instagram's easy. It's uh, at Lisa underscore Marie underscore Malloy. Okay. Or you can just... Or, um, or pretty much most of the shows in Vegas. Or, or that too. <laughs> or NPC USA Nevada. I run the Instagram website or okay. the Instagram. So um, either one. Yeah, yeah cool. Sure. All right. Anything else, Ashley? We're good to go? We're good to go. Good to go. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for thank another episode. You. Should we have more guests? Let us know in the comments who you want us to get in here. Anyway, thanks so much for watching. We'll talk to you later.